0: Let's get moving with Maria. Inspiration to spend a few minutes each day to get moving on the small things that can make a big difference in your life.
1: Thank you for joining us today for Let's Get Moving. Today we're talking about managing stress as new parents. And with me is Heather Johnson, marriage and relationship coach and the parenting contributor at Studio 5 on KSL. So thank you, Heather, for being with me today.
0: Of course. It's good to be here.
1: So let's talk about stressors for new parents. So what are some of the biggest stressors that you see for new parents?
0: Oh, goodness, there's so many, and they really, I mean, we're going into it. We haven't done it before. We're not sure what to expect, which creates a lot of stress and anxiety, just simply not doing it before, right? It's completely new as you're having that first baby or bringing that baby home. And so just not knowing brings a lot of stress to couples as they're trying to navigate it. There's worrying about sleep. There's worrying if we're doing it right. There's worrying if kids get enough food because we don't and can't see if that's happening. It's wondering if we have them sleeping the right way. It's our Oh, there is so many things, right, that society also contributes to helping us feel a lot of stress and anxiousness when we bring home a new baby.
1: Yeah, I'm wondering if that has changed in the past couple of decades or if new parents pretty much face the same things.
0: You know what? I would say <laughs> we would love to see that maybe it it's changed a little, meaning that there's more grace and more understanding and a lot more support and help, right? i I would say, you know, fifty a hundred years ago, really, the help just came from maybe a mom or you know a parent who's done it or a neighbor who's done it, a friend who's done it. where now we have so many great resources to look at. But at the same time, I do think that innate in us, especially in in women, There is still this worry that we are constantly asking ourselves, are we good enough and are we doing it right and are we messing anything up? And so I do think there's a lot more resources, but I also think that there's a great deal of pressure still that we put on ourselves as new parents, worried that we might not do it right. And I think that that's probably still the same. Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, You noted moms and there is research from Pew Research showing that uh, moms feel a lot more worried. Why do you think that is?
0: Yeah, they do. Moms tend to worry a lot more than dads do, really just women worry more than men in general. And there's a lot of things we can attribute this to. I mean, brain chemistry is different between moms and dads or men and women. Hormone fluctuations have been tied to, you know, women worrying more and and more than men or than dads do. There are other things too. You know, women are more likely to have anxiety than men are, And when we look at that word, you know, it's a big word. It's kind of a trigger word we hear a lot right now in society and in research. But when we break anxiety down, anxiety is all about being worried about something that could happen in the future that we won't be able to control. And when we go by that understanding, I mean, women are consistently worried about their children, what could happen to them in the future, what they might face, what their struggles might be, and not having any control over it. And women tend to view the world from that perspective more than men do. So that's also going to have a huge impact. I think another thing that has a big impact when it comes to moms worrying more than dads is that mothers naturally feel more responsible for their children's well-being, especially given that they tend to spend more time with their kids doing, I mean, all the things, from schoolwork to cooking to cleaning, the childcare, where dads play with their kids more. And so mothers tend to feel that they're more responsible for those things and for the growth and development of their children. And that brings worry. That is stress. And I think, too, that moms tend to feel more judged, that they feel like the world is looking at them and judging if they're good enough or doing it right. Man, all these things would, would put a mom in a situation where she is, she's worried. She worries a little bit more than a father might.
1: I'm wondering, given that we know this information and moms innately know this information, what they could do or what their spouses could do to respond to maybe improve the situation or reduce the stress?
0: Yeah, so that they don't have to worry quite so much, right? Right. Well, there's lots of things. And again, when we've got new parents and they're working together, one of the things that that creates stress right out of the gate is people naturally being tired. And so when we've got a situation where you've got a mom and a dad and everybody's exhausted, making sure that they're taking care of themselves first so that that exhaustion and overwhelm doesn't take over is one of the most important things that new parents can do. One of the best ways that I love to think about this, and actually when we brought our first child home, our son. I remember sitting down one day and my dad was talking to me and our son was probably about three weeks old. And he said, how you doing? How you holding up? And he asked me, he said, Hey, do you remember the last time you were on an airplane? And I said, yeah. And he said to me, so when you were on that airplane, what do they tell you to do with your oxygen mask when you're traveling with children? And I had to think for a minute and I said, well, you put it on you and then you put it on the child. And he said, don't ever forget that. Be sure that you put your oxygen mask on first So that you're capable and able and have all your strengths and capacities in order to show up for this new baby that you and your husband just brought home. And that's where a lot of this starts. When we're trying to help our spouses, our moms, when we're trying to help each other and bring home these new babies, we want to make sure that we take note of that and that we're giving ourselves oxygen first. Because if we don't, we actually can't take care of our kids the way we want to. Right. Now, that can look a lot of different ways. That can be sleep. That can be making sure that we're strengthening relationships that matter to us. That could be if you're passionate about reading, making sure there's time for it. It can be any of those things, but we do need to make sure that we recognize one of the best ways to help each other is to make sure that we're getting air, that we're getting that oxygen so that we are really, really well-fueled so that we can navigate those things. So that's that's one thing, just as an overall understanding Also, sleep matters a ton here, and that's something that we can help one another with. You know, some of the things that that new parents do that they think is really great but sometimes might not be, for example, when it comes to sleep is oftentimes moms and dads both get up together to take care of a new baby. And if sleep is a struggle and we want to help one another, it might benefit that those new parents more if they took turns getting up so that someone can be getting sleep. And then the next person can be getting a good chunk of sleep. Sometimes we think, oh, we'll be so supportive. I'll get up and I'll sit next to you or we'll be up together. And sometimes that's great. And if your baby's sleeping a lot, then that can be great. But if you're struggling to feel like you have fuel and energy and sleep is, a, is avoiding everyone, it's better to take turns so that everybody can get some sleep. So that, again, it's another way that you're putting your oxygen mask on first and how you're helping one another. Accepting help is another really important thing here. We don't often do that, especially as women. We feel like we have to figure it out, do it, and that if we ask for help, it might mean that we're weak or we don't know how to be a mom, and that's just not true. So accepting help is another way that we can support one another and also make sure that we're getting oxygen when we do those things. Those are big ways that right out of the gate, we can help each other.
1: Talk for a minute about strengthening relationships because it is a strain on a couple to have this new little person who is take is the priority right It needs to be the priority. So talk about how we can strengthen our relationships to make sure that uh, we remain healthy as a couple.
0: Yeah, that's one of the first thing that goes right is we, we bring home this new baby and we're new parents and we give all of our energy and attention to them and that's a good thing unless it's at the expense of our relationship, unless it's at the expense of our marriage or the relationships that we're trying to cultivate. And so we need a really good balance. We tend to think that bringing a new baby home means that time distribution changes, meaning we have less of it. But what we actually see is that when when couples have children, it's not so much that there's not any time, it's that there's just been a redistribution of time, where the time that used to be spent doing things as a couple, is now spent taking care of that child. So we want to be mindful of that time shift. The word that will help us do this and make this relationship continue to stay strong is intentional. So we have to be really intentional with our relationship so that that new baby doesn't detract from or take from the relationship that mattered so much to even bring the baby home in the first place. So when we're intentional, it means... And being intentional means we have a working plan. It would afford us to have a plan for how we will spend time with our spouse, how we will make time. Uh, I know with my husband and I, we have six kids. They range right now from 21 down to seven. And one of the things that has made sure we have time together every day is really solid bedtime routines where our kids have a really consistent bedtime routine which ensures that he and I, for the last 21 years of being parents, get time together every single day. But we have to be intentional, right? We have to think it through. We have to make sure that whether we're tired or anything else, that we work really hard to stick to those routines so that we're insured or we are very intentional about getting that time together every single day. So being intentional in that relationship is really important. Again, this is where we ask for help. This is where we have a working plan for spending time together, for doing those things that we love with one another. And so being intentional, it will help us make sure that that relationship stays strong.
1: I know this may be a tough one, but is there a key thing that parents, uh, a misconception or a thing that uh, new parents uh, do wrong?
0: Oh, do wrong. Uh I don't know do, do we wrong? fall into a
1: trap or is there some way that we can really help uh help them avoid that misstep or whatever it may be
0: Yeah, I think if we're looking for missteps, that space where we decide that we're being judged or that we need to be new parents in a certain way according to rules and and guidelines that other people have set, I would for sure say that that is a misstep or a trap that we fall into. This idea that because we heard about it or we saw someone else doing it, especially if it's social media, things like that, that we compare. And I think any time we compare, no matter what stage of life we're in, but as new parents, that's going to be a misstep. That's going to set us up to feel very trapped. It's also going to keep us from being able to see what it is that our new baby needs. It's going to put us in a position where we're so focused on the comparison and making sure that we match up that we can't see what would be most important for that new baby or for our relationships. We can't see those things. I think another thing that probably becomes a trap is when we don't recognize and we're shocked by the challenges of being a new parent, right? We shouldn't be shocked at all that we're tired or that there's challenges or that there's things we don't know how to do or that there's things we don't understand. I think those are traps we fall into, So we want to take the shock value out of being tired. New parents were tired. Old parents were tired, (laughs) right? There's challenges. There's unexpected circumstances. So when we take the shock value out of that, we can find ourselves in a position where we go, okay, I'm tired and I understand that this is part of being a parent. Or I'm not sure how to handle this challenge. And I know that I can reach out and ask people for advice or help. And taking the shock value out of things I think really does help so that we're not in a position where we find ourselves so caught off guard. I think that's a trap when we don't allow the tired and the rested to coexist together and when we're shocked by it. Being a parent is a challenge. We will be tired. There will be things that we don't know how to do, and that's okay.
1: You mentioned social media, and that is something that parents in the past didn't really have to deal with How can parents, new parents, keep things in perspective? Because what we see on social media is just all the good stuff usually.
0: Right. (laughs) It is all the good stuff. We don't tend to see all the the terrible challenges. We are seeing that a little bit more. People are being more transparent that way. But for the most part, you know, the old saying, right, where we're comparing our, our practice reel to someone else's highlight reel. And so the comparison really does set us up to feel pretty uncomfortable about us being good enough. And so we want to manage that. That's an interesting question, too, because a lot of times with a new baby, we spend extra time on social media. You know, that baby's eating in the middle of the night. It's keeping us awake. And so even just turning it off and putting it away is a really great approach to take, to slow down, to put it away, and to consistently remind ourselves what we're looking at. We want to make decisions for this new baby with our spouse. We want to make those choices for what's best for them, opposed to letting perfect strangers dictate if we're okay. And so remembering that and keeping that in mind when we are looking at social media. The other thing is when we view social media, we want to look at it and make sure that we see it as neutral information and recognize we get to decide if it's good or bad or if we're not enough. We decide that. But to look at pretty pictures, that's neutral, and a pretty picture doesn't mean that I'm not a good mom It just means that that's a pretty nursery or that that's a a fun idea. It doesn't mean anything about us. And so when we can make sure that social media doesn't mean anything about us being better or worse or enough, then social media doesn't have a negative impact on us, especially in these milestones where we're bringing home a new baby.
1: All right. Any final thoughts for new parents?
0: I think if there was one piece of advice that would be most powerful to parents, whether they're feeling overwhelmed yet or not, would be to make sure that regardless of getting sleep and taking turns and, you know, all of those things that we do to prepare, it would be to make sure that parents learn to manage their own emotions. When our emotions aren't under control, when we are not managing them, then it's really, really hard to enjoy or be engaged with with being a new parent. So when we're hearing things like, uh, I won't ever be myself again, or this is too hard, or having a baby means I don't get to do things I love, that type of emotional management really does take its toll on us. So to make sure that we can manage our emotions and that our emotional intelligence is in a healthy place, if it's not, it's worth all the energy to get there. And it's probably the most important thing that any parent, especially a new parent, can do.
1: Yeah, in retrospect, uh, they grow up so quickly, enjoy that time with them for sure.
0: Absolutely. And when we manage, like we've said, manage those emotions, we get to. We actually get to enjoy it because we're not spending so much energy managing the unhealthy thinking.
1: Heather, thank you so much for being with me today. Of course. It was great to be here.
0: Thanks. Thanks.